good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They are going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadigiwi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Chujunk, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. Yes, you are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Learn more at miwsac.org. Before we get to our special uh, uh, guest here, I just want to throw out a quick uh, uh, rest in peace for John Boblink, who is a head of uh, uh, Indian Ed here in the Twin Cities, St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, he passed today and uh, truly a big loss for the community. And I just wanted to uh, start, start it out and acknowledge John. And I worked with John for many years when I was teaching high school. Uh, and uh, he was there for the kids and there for the right reason, and uh, he'll be truly missed, and uh, um, I just wanted to say that. Hey, we have our guest, and it's always a special guest, Ruth Buffalo here, and Ruth is former North Dakota, North Dakota State Representative and now the new CEO of Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center here in Minneapolis. <laughs> Just had to get the applause out there, Ruth. Welcome, and I know you're busy, busy doing all your new stuff here. But uh, thanks so much for stopping in for a short bit and uh, checking in. And we're really happy to hear that here on Native Brits Radio and Minnesota. Yes, uh, thank you, Madzikidads. It's an honor to to be on the show, and also um, very humbled and honored to be the, the the new CEO for the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center. It's a huge responsibility that definitely I'm not taking lightly. So looking forward to it, but it's a huge responsibility for sure. Now, I know you lived in Minnesota at one time when you were younger, uh, but you never caught on to the Minnesota accent. Uh, so uh, <laughs> will that be a thing you and your family will be uh, accidentally getting when you come and uh, live here again? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe by osmosis, I suppose. If I, if I hang out with you, uh, Robert, I probably will rub off. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Good, good one. Good one. Yeah. Um, so what do you, what do you know about uh, the Minnesota Women's Resource Center? I know, and especially they've picked up a lot of slack over the years since uh, the Minnesota uh, Indian Center or the uh, Minneapolis Indian Center has been in construction. Uh, so we've been hearing a lot about them and they have all these programs and uh, excited to hear what your take is. Uh, it's it's a big mountain that you're going to be uh, working on. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely. Uh We'll be hitting the ground running and looking to partner and, and collaborate um, with everybody and continue supporting the, the good work that has been happening at Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center um, for decades. You know, I have a lot of respect for for the founders of, of Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center and everybody who has um, played a part in, in the organization's success over the year um, and really love that it has, you know, pushing for equity and justice in the mission um, while serving women and children and the families. So really looking to help uh, continue building upon the good work that's been done in the community there. I, and it might be too early to bring this up, but I always like to have a, uh, some action for our listeners. What, what can uh, our listeners do to support you and support uh, the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center? Uh, I like the what what do you think? I think for sure um what listeners can do right now, I believe I have to double check. I know there's been some transition there, but I think even just donating if you can, you know, helping support the pro existing programs, um that's going to be a top priority of mine is to make sure that 
we continue and find uh, sustainable funding for long term um, and really continue to build upon um, the good work that's happening at the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center, but definitely uh, long term sustainable funding is a top priority. So I think if people can, you know, donate if they can or, you know, just continue to um, support the organization and the good work that's happening there, that'll that'll be good. Yeah, uh, definitely. And uh, it's just, uh, I don't know, uh, we're excited here on uh, Native Roots Radio. I hope you're half as excited as uh, Haley and I are and our listeners to have you uh, uh, come to the Twin Cities and and work your magic. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, And so excited for this new new path. Um, And we always believe, you know, things are, are... meant to be or creator-driven work, you know, heart work is creator-driven work. And so um, looking forward to it, I know that I'm going to have to hit the ground running, of course, and, um, you know, just continue to be there to support the, the staff and, and work with the board and, you know, work with the community, um, you know, first and foremost, listening to the community's needs and, and going from there. So looking forward to it, though. I know it's going to be a big, huge task, a big responsibility, but definitely looking forward to it. You, you can have little uh, coffee get-togethers and call them Truth with Ruth, like your old podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. We- hey, Ruth, did, did I see something where people can come and welcome you to uh, the area and to the community? Is there an event where people can come and meet you? Yes, I believe there is a um, community meet and greet that is scheduled, I believe, for uh, Thursday, March March 7th, I believe. But <clears throat> let me double check. Um, well, it's going to be amazing just to see you in and around our community at at our events here in the Twin Cities. I know we were able to uh, see you and hear your speech at the um, MMIR March this year, um, and it was really great. So just looking forward to seeing you more. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was a, a fun event. I'm, you know, um, always it's always good to come back to Minneapolis, and I, I brought my daughter with me this past year to the February 14th doings, and um, she said a few words, and you know she's a young woman and growing into her own her own self and has her her life goals, and uh, so we're you know really want to support her and and she's doing some amazing things in Fargo um, with her leadership and as a young leader, as I mentioned before, you know she's pretty active in our our um, Dem NPL, but um, the the community gathering is uh, meet and greet. Uh, March 7th, Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Um, at the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center. Oh, cool. We'll have to talk to the CEO and see if we can maybe do a live uh, broadcast there. <laughs> That's a good idea. For sure. <laughs> well, you have to be sworn in first, right? Or No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sign the contract. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll definitely uh, be there, Ruth. Yeah. Definitely. We'll be awesome. there. Yeah. It'll be good to see both of you. Yeah. So I know you're busy and you got a lot of loose ends, uh, you know, and uh, I, I just uh, really appreciate you stopping in. And uh, and we we get an opportunity here on Native Ritz Radio, Haley and I, to congratulate you and really and welcome you back uh, to uh, Minnesota. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Definitely excited. But yeah, we, we have a lot of things, you know, like you said, tying up some loose ends and making the transition as a family. So looking yeah. forward to it. But definitely we'll be hitting the ground running uh, starting on Monday. So. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, again, thank yeah. you, Ruth. And uh, if you have always have an open door policy here on Native Roots Radio if you need to bring out some things that your new organization is going to be doing. So we'd love to have you on and have some updates about uh, uh, the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Really, thank you so thank much. You. Hey, 
Hey, that was Ruth Buffalo, former North Dakota State Representative and the new CEO for Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center here in Minneapolis. ho If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by. Stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence and shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month right here on AM 950. Hey, if you're like a lot of people, you're probably relieved that the holiday celebrations are over. But there's one thing that might stay with us from the holidays besides all those gifts, and that's COVID-19. Numbers from COVID are going up as we spend more time inside. And Native Americans are seeing even bigger case spikes. With all the indoor celebrations over the holidays, you may have unknowingly been exposed to someone with COVID-19. That's why it's important to stay vigilant. If you notice any symptoms like a fever, a tickle in the throat, or heavy fatigue, take an at-home test. They're still free and can be ordered at sayyeshometest.org. If you do test positive, you're eligible for free treatment, and no health insurance is required. Visit health.state.mn.us to connect with providers and receive your treatment. Let's make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by All My Relations Arts and their current gallery exhibit, Okizi, in partnership with the American Swedish Institutes, running now until April 13th at 1414 East Franklin Avenue, Minneapolis. Hey, Haley, your voice is a little squeaky there today. I know, I was trying to do it in all one breath. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, we, we, we have Charlie Fool, uh, Fool Bear on, artistic producer at New Native Theater in Minneapolis, and we got an exciting thing to talk about here. We've kind of been talking about a little bit. Uh, welcome to Native Roots Radio. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here and talk about our very fun show coming up. Yeah, well, without any further ado, uh, we we use the curiosity approach there. Let's talk a <laughs> little bit about Bear Grease and what's uh, the dates and what we can expect and a little bit about the play. Yeah, so New Native Theatre is very honored to be presenting um, a production by a company in Canada called Bear Grease, and it is an Indigenous twist on the musical Grease. I saw it in Fargo a couple months ago. It was a lot of fun. I think we're in for a real treat in the Twin Cities. Uh, And that opens this weekend on March 2nd. Uh, at the Gremlin Theater in St. Paul. So we will have a an evening show on March 2nd and a matinee on March 3rd at 2 p.m. And um, we'll take a break for the week and then come back for the 7th, 8th, and 9th. I like how uh, you have certain nights for like, uh, like during the day for me, the elders day, you know, yeah. <laughs> dress up, dress up uh, as an elder and show up to the play. Yeah, yeah, we were joking. Like, we'll give a prize to whoever elders the hardest, you know. When they yeah. <laughs> whoever has the longest prayer. Yeah. Uh, the show begins. <laughs> good one, good one. Hey, so uh, uh, Charlie, uh, can you give a little synopsis of Bear Grease? I I know what it's about, and I'm looking at the at the postcard here, and uh, I see fifty style kind of uh, natives there rocking it, all kind of looking like that old rocker. Oh yes, so uh, Bear Grease, like I said, it's it's a, a homage, an homage, a parody of the musical Grease, which you know is set in the 1950s. It's a 
a love story filled with, you know, the innuendo and the the timely jokes. And this uh, version of it uh, infuses some of the original music, but with a twist on the lyrics. There's some original hip hop music, some dancing <laughs> and hand drums. Uh, there's some. Uh, I, I I know that my favorite part of it was when a character. One of the actresses sings Stand By Me in her native language in Cree. Uh, <laughs> that's a beautiful part of the show. So there's there's a lot of fun in it. There's a lot of genre. And it's very fast. I think it's around an hour. Um, oh, wow. So it goes very quickly, but it's it's a lot of fun. So somebody like me would have to go more than once if it's an hour to catch everything, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So talk a little bit about the tickets. I I, uh, I always pay what's suggested, uh, but mm-hmm. what's really cool about New Native Theater is they also pay as you can, and they have a suggested price. And uh, I think that's just so uh, uh, community building, and, 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 and it's open to everyone. Yes, that's very important to us. That's important to me. Uh, I grew up in an arts desert, so having accessible, financially accessible programming is part of why I was really excited to work with new native theater. And so, yeah, like you said, all of our events are pay what you can. Um, if, if that's $0, that's $0 and that's fine with us. Um, the suggested price is $35. Um, mm-hmm. And you can pay online. You can go to our website, newnativetheater.org, or, you know, follow us there from social media. Um, and that there's a link there that'll take you to brown paper tickets where you can purchase online, but you can also purchase at the door. Um, and if you have any questions about that, you can email us at boxoffice at newnativetheater.org, and we'll get back to you right away if you have any questions about that. So let's talk about March 2nd. Uh, it starts at 7.30, and it's Rock Your uh, Mox Night, and I think I need some... Um, uh, shoals, uh, some uh, shoals into my mock, so I, I <laughs> maybe I'll bring them and wear them around my neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah, we just we want to encourage people to participate. Like you said, community building. It's fun mm-hmm. when we all kind of participate in that. And so, if you come with mocks, we'll have a little piece of uh, swag for you. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but we'll have yeah. a little, a little fun thing for whoever comes and dresses up. So, so like I'm two for two. So like on the third, it's elders day too. So I, I could dress up as an elder and, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe wear my old, uh, my old aim headband and, yeah. uh, and, and look, uh, look 70 ish and be, yeah. And be yeah, an yeah, exactly. We, we just really, we really want to encourage elders to come that day. So we'll have some coffee and tea and, you know, uh, just some things to help them feel welcome when they come into the space and feel comfy. Not that we don't want everyone to feel comfortable, but you know, we're going to roll out some of the special, uh, yeah. treats for the elders on that day. Well, I wonder if my Chujank Haley, uh, she did this for it was it was my birthday, wasn't it? When you dressed up as me? Oh no, that was Halloween. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was a good co- it was a good costume, but uh, yeah. remember, you know, identities aren't costumes. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Oh. Yeah. Get a T-shirt that makes that that says that. Oh, uh, with my my picture on it. So let's let's talk about a couple more here. So uh, another seven thirty performance, Auntie's Night. Now I know um, one of the best uh, definitions of aunties, I do believe, was watching Reservation Dogs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So everyone get their auntie on. Yeah, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe not that wild, but <laughs> we want the the girls to come out and make a fun night of it. And again, we'll have some kind of little treat. We'll have cookies or something yeah. fun just for the aunties that night. Yeah, I guess wear your biggest earrings. Yeah, we're, that was exactly that's where the native bling night inspiration came from. Actually, was we were talking oh. about having aunties night, and I was like, "Oh yeah, everyone can just you know wear the biggest earrings they can." But 
then I thought, you know, we'll have a whole separate night for that and see what people yeah. do. Well, I'm yeah. glad you weren't going to be handing out rocks like that one show on uh, on uh, uh, Reservation Dogs. So that's good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's an inside joke if you haven't seen the show. Hey, my uh, oversized hookup and maybe wear a couple of my. Uh, oversized uh, medallions. Yes, exactly. That's what we want to see. The medallions, the earrings, the bracelets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ailey's got a medallion and uh, and some bling, too. Yeah, we'll be ready. We'll be yes. set to go. So on the 9th, there's two showings, one at 2, and it's Youth Day. And mm-hmm. I don't know, Haley, you're having a birthday soon, so I don't think you're youth anymore. Oh no, that is, thanks for bringing that up and reminding me. Um, Yeah, you know, 26, we're we're in the late 20s now, which is exciting. Not yet, not yet. A couple more days. A couple more days. Um, But what is the cutoff uh, so I can, uh, Haley could sneak in there still as a a youth? Oh yeah, youth is, is, if you you identify as a youth, why don't you come on in and... Oh. We'll have some crafts. We'll have treats. Yeah. It'll be cute. love that. <laughs> yeah, and Haley bead me something too. I can boss around the youth. <laughs> say that bead me something. Yeah. Uh, well, you nice... know, we're gonna have the little. Uh, you know, the kids they love the friendship bracelets now again because oh, of Taylor yes. Swift. So we're getting. We'll have some of that stuff there too. The the bracelet. That's a good idea, Charlie. I'm not <laughs> supposed to bring up Taylor Swift to uh, Haley, so. Um, oh, I'm glad, oh, apologies. I'm glad you apologies. Did. <laughs> She's okay. She's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, well, so then we got the 1950s costume contest, and I hope uh, you young ones out there slick your hair back because yes. that's we did it back in the 50s, young men, and uh, not the women so much. They had the curls, the waves, and the yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that, that you know, leather jacket, jeans, bobby sock, yeah. jeans Boot, rolled up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll have some prizes for that, too, some gift cards. Um, I'm going to have the cast probably judge, and it'll be a lot of fun. But, yeah, I want to see the leather jackets and the, the cute skirts. Yes. <laughs> Do you hear that? I want to come every night now just to see <laughs> yeah. everyone dress up. <laughs> yeah, and it's right down the street here. It's on uh, 550 Vandalia. Mm-hmm. Street in uh, St. Paul, and that's uh, the Gremlin Theater. And uh, you know how are the how are the ticket sales, or is it? Uh, you know, I know the weekends always seem to be with new native theaters always sold out. Mm-hmm. They're looking good so far. I would encourage people to purchase ahead, especially if you want to bring a bigger group. I would definitely reach out now to our box office email. Um, and make sure that we can get some seats set aside for you if you want to bring a larger group. Our, um, currently, the uh, the March 9th matinee is filling up pretty quickly. So, the youth um, one. Hey, Charlie, can you hold on uh, for another segment? Y- yes. By the way, what a cool name, Charlie Fool Bear. I love it. Okay, <laughs> well, this is Native Roots Radio, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. Howl! 
JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. All My Relations Arts presents Okizi. Okizi means to heal, and the exhibition highlights the healing power of cultural revitalization for Native communities. Okizi showcases prints, mixed media, textiles, beadwork, digital collage, and glass sculptures by Native American and Sami artists. It explores Indigenous communities' active healing efforts through language revitalization, land-back movements, and embracing traditional knowledge. Visit All My Relations Arts to experience Okizi through April 13th. More information at allmyrelationsarts.org. Reliability. It's something you demand, and it's something that Rudy Luther Toyota delivers. Consumer Reports just put out their 2024 list of most reliable vehicles, and seven out of the top ten are Toyotas, including the top four, the 4Runner, the Camry Hybrid, the Camry, and the RAV4 Prime. The Highlander Hybrid, the Corolla, and the RAV4 also made the top ten. If seven out of the top ten most reliable vehicles are Toyotas, that tells you Toyotas overall are the most reliable brand. Get yourself a Toyota today. Head to Rudy Luther Toyota and test drive your favorite Toyota. Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169. Winter is here, and there's a good chance your home isn't being heated efficiently. And it's likely because of air sealing and insulation problems. Inadequate attic insulation is the leading contributor to high energy bills, cold rooms, and ice stamps. Great news, the energy-efficient pros at Snap Construction can fix it all. Stop the heat from leaking out and save. Call 612-333-SNAP or visit snapconstruction.com for your free infrared energy inspection. Install with Snap Construction and qualify for over $750 in rebates and incentives. State and city programs are now offering 0% financing for qualifying insulation upgrades. So call Snap Construction for your free insulation energy consultation and start saving on your energy bills. Call 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP. Or visit snapconstruction.com. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed insulation and exterior contractor in the metro area. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Snow tapers off with a low of 5 above, but wind chills down to 12 below. Then Wednesday, sunshine with a high of 20. Maverick's Real Roast Beef sets the bar for roast beef sandwiches. Add freshly fried onion rings or french fries and you have a winning combination. Located off Lexington Avenue in Roseville, one block north of Larpenter Avenue. Maverick'sBeef.com Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin <laughs> Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. I was ready to howl there when I saw that wolf. <laughs> I know. I had it up for the commercial. <laughs> good one. Good one. Hey, we are here with uh, Charlie Foolbear, and uh, I love that name, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. I hope, I hope my daughter names one of her... Uh, babies that um oh yes yes hey uh so i got a couple questions we're we're talking about bear grease uh new native theater starting march 2nd and going through the 9th it's kind of it's a national touring group that has been doing it all over turtle island but i what i want to talk about right now real quick charlie is uh I know new native theater does a lot of classes they do a lot Mm -hmm. of things um Maybe we can talk a little bit about that. And uh, I know people who got their start by taking classes with New Native Theater. Yes. uh, So many of our actors and technicians are people who started in a class with us. Um, And right now, the, the... Our upcoming workshops are actually with Bear Grease. So on March 4th, uh, we are going to have an acting for the stage versus the screen class. Um, Anyone can come to that. I imagine that 
maybe more experienced actors will be more interested, but everyone is welcome. And that will be at the Dakota Lodge at the Division of Indian Work, um, which is the lower level. And on March 6th, we will have a, an Acting 101 workshop at Little Earth um, with the youth there. Cool. So that's, again, you know, um, open to anyone, but we encourage youth to attend that one particularly. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and- How often do you guys do workshops, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it really depends. Um, last year, we focused on it a lot. So we'd have one every month. This year, we are going to, sh- we're shifting our focus more into um, our productions and getting more uh, plays on their feet during the season. So uh, in that, it, with that situation, um, our classes will be surrounding the productions that we put on. So there may nice. be a few months in between classes and workshops, but they will relate to whatever production we're working on at the time. Charlie, I got a quick question too. It says here uh, that you're a senior artist producer. Who's a junior artist producer for New Native Theater? <laughs> I don't know that we call them uh, junior artistic producers, but um, we uh, we are actually always hiring, not, not always hiring, but we are hiring uh, some more artistic producers. So right now it's just me, but um, I'm the senior because I've been here a long time and I help train everybody. And <laughs> well, so, so in all seriousness, what does an artistic producer do? I was just trying to be funny about the senior and junior. <laughs> I basically make sure that all of our plans are executed. And nice. sometimes that means I'm the one um, organizing all the, oh, it always means I'm the one organizing the events. Mm. Uh, it means that I am making sure we have spaces for the events we're putting on and rehearsals. I sometimes am in charge of casting. Wow. Um, and if I'm not doing it, like literally, then I am uh, communicating with the people who need to do it and wow. making sure that it all flows together. So I'm a little bit of a, a conductor of yeah, the, no. the play, I guess, of the process. So, so I think in the the last play, uh, my Hinu is in, and yes. the director uh, directed and set it all up and then was able to leave. So if there was things that needed to happen, the senior art artistic producer would uh, make these changes? Well, in that case, it would would have been me, but that's because I was the assistant director. Um, If I wasn't the assistant director, uh, I would probably be second in line for making those decisions. The first being the stage manager. And then it would be me. But, um, (laughs) you know, I I, uh, got to do a little bit of both of that last time. So that was cool. That's awesome. And then uh, let's talk a little bit again back to Bear Grease. And uh, again, it's a uh, takeoff from the, the 1978 classic uh, mm-hmm. Grease, uh, you know, with John Travolta, mm-hmm. uh, who could really dance back then. And uh, he did that in Saturday Night Fever and went into Greece. Uh, there'll be a lot of dancing. So are these guys in town yet? Are they? Are they? When do they come in and start working on the... Because it's all uh, stages seem a little different. Mm-hmm. So they'll be getting here this weekend, um, probably Friday. And uh, before they get here, I will be over in the space getting things set up, um, making sure that their equipment's ready, their green room's ready. Um, and then they'll get here and hopefully... It will just, and they've done this so many times. Um, they are a well-oiled machine, and I'm sure they'll get it up and running in just a few hours' time. That's exciting. I was just, uh, I was just in New York and saw uh, Between Two Knees. Yeah. Oh wow! What a mind-blowing play that was. Uh, mm-hmm. Really uh, amazing, an amazing theater too, and it was right across the street, basically from the World Trade Center, and I. <laughs> I'd been there so many times and did not know that there was this beautiful building, but I was totally amazed. And I think a native theater is really, uh, in the last few years, has really taken off. And I know mm-hmm. new native theater has been around for a while, but 
I, you know, I think a lot of people are paying attention to to us, and uh, you know that that play in particular. I think there was just a handful out of the five hundred people that were in the sold out stage that were Native American. Everyone else was our white allies. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, we get a very diverse audience, and um, I'm very grateful for that. But I'm like even more grateful for how many Native people come out. How many? How much of Native community shows up for us too? Yeah, the really good point. Mm-hmm. That is an awesome mm-hmm. point, Haley. I know you got questions because you're you're <laughs> you're a Gen Zer. You you have a lot of questions. I know. Oh well, thanks for giving me a, the opportunity here. I just I know that we. I don't think we've talked about maybe like who are some of the actors that got casted in this and who's playing the main the main people. Yes. So um, the. Uh, the team behind it are actually a couple and they are the stars of the show as well. Um, and they conceptualized it. And that's uh, MC Red Cloud and Crystal Lightning. Wow. MC, yes. And so MC Red Cloud, um, I'm sure that many a res kid is familiar with him. Um, when I was a kid, he came to my school several times and is a very <laughs> inspirational and joyful and talented person and so i'm very excited to see him and crystal lightning is an accomplished actor she's been in a lot of stuff lately um i know that she was on um i think she might have been on an episode of reservation dogs let me look at her credit real quick she like i said she's very accomplished um yellowstone rutherford falls um so she's a busy busy woman um and the rest of the cast is, you know, actors, rappers, dancers, uh, so many different mediums of art represented in the in the production. Cool. Good, good question, Haley. That was a good question. one in a row there, Haley. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go through the dates again. Uh, March second, seven thirty. Uh, Rock your mocks night. Uh, March third, two p.m. Elders Day. So, mm-hmm. us uh, elders that need to take a nap in the middle of the day can make this uh, and can stay <laughs> up late. We can go to the March third one. The seventh, the seven thirty. Auntie's night. March eighth at seven thirty. Native Bling night. Yeah, Haley, you're right. I want to go to every one of these. And then <laughs> ninth, uh, Youth Day, maybe I won't want to go to that one because the youth can get a little rowdy. Oh. You know, and yeah, I'm old. Little... <laughs> too much for you. Yeah, too much for me. But then we go back into uh, March 9th at 7.30. We have the uh, 1950s costume contest. And, uh, yeah, that that's going to be fun, too. I, I think I want to go <laughs> it's right down the street. Maybe yeah, I can get rush tickets. Get rush tickets there, and uh, yeah, you could be their mascot. <laughs> Wear my bling and my mocks, and uh, I am an elder. The only thing I'm missing is being an auntie, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the, uh, the new native theater. The phone number six one two three six seven seven six three nine, and yes. uh, that uh, I, I don't know who will pick that phone up. I'm going to try that after the show and see who's going <laughs> to. No one then, now, but usually then, it'd be me. And then hang up really quick. Oh, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people get tickets again before um, some shows sell out? Yes, you can go to newnativetheater.org or uh, you can just go to one of our social media profiles and follow our uh, follow it to our website. And it will that will lead you right to our tickets. Ooh, we have a great question here. I know people in our comments always, um, some people don't live in the state in Minnesota and they always want to uh, see this. So where are some other locations? Can people watch it? Will it be live streamed or anything like that? We don't have live streaming plans right now, but I mean, if there's really an interest, we can talk with them about that and see what we can do. Because I agree, I'd, I'd love for everyone to be able to see it. Yeah, sometimes, uh, but not in this case because the, the, the writers of the play are in the play, but sometimes mm-hmm. there's legal ramifications. Yes, with yes, broadcasting, definitely. Yeah. Uh, other people's plays, and I, I don't know and, how I know that, but oh, look at And somebody. they're picky about it. Oh, my brother. Oh, <laughs> Cute. Read, read that for our radio audience, uh, Haley. 
He says, go, sis, which is very sweet. <laughs> uh, Charlie, cute. I would love for you before we wrap things up in this segment to just shout out your music and, and uh, promote some of your stuff quickly. Sing us a Thank song. Thank you. Oh, well, maybe not that. But <laughs> um, well, yes, I am a musician. Uh, you can find me on social media under Charlie Alexander. But um, I'm actually starting a new music project. I'm very excited about, uh, and it's called Disco Lessons, spelled exactly how it sounds. Uh, Disco Lessons. So you can find us on everything, and we'll have some music out soon. Well, I'll be doing the hustle with you then. We can. Uh, <laughs> I'll do the hustle and uh, yes. because that's my that's my era. I'm an old, uh, I'm an elder, a baby elder. Hey, thank you so much, Charlie, for stopping in. This was really fun for a lot of us. I don't know if it was fun for Haley, but it was really fun for me. And uh, it was great having you on. Let's do this again very, very soon. Yes, please. It was awesome. Thank you. Right on. Hey, who do we have up next there, Haley? Hey, we've got a new Sacred Animal segment from Wendy Pilot. Oh, can't wait. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we'll be back after this short break. Life can be hectic. Sometimes the pressure can feel like too much, and the emotions can be overwhelming. Hennepin County's Cope Mobile Crisis Response is here to listen and help you find a way through whatever is going on in your life. Call 612-596-1223 for no-cost crisis support anytime, anywhere in Hennepin County. That number is 612-596-1223. As we pack away the ornaments and bid farewell to the holiday season, it's time to unwrap the gift that keeps on giving, getting protected by a COVID-19 vaccination. This is your chance to make a difference, especially as our Native communities face higher COVID numbers. Those higher numbers underscore the need for collective action. So answer the call and get vaccinated. The latest vaccines are not just authorized, but they're proven effective against the current variants. This is extra protection, even if you've already had previous vaccines, since previous vaccines will eventually wear off. Plus, the new shots are FDA approved for ages six months and up. A COVID vaccine is not just a shot. It's a pledge to safeguard the wisdom and stories handed down by our elders. So join the movement, get vaccinated, and make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more information, including details about clinics offering free vaccines, visit vaccines.gov. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's native communities. Minneapolis Air dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis Air on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, right here on AM 950. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? Hey, let's send it over to Wendy right away. She's got important information as always. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Haley. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level, and it's always my pleasure to do that. Yesterday, I was talking to Robert and Haley and Dr. Stately about the crazy warm weather that's been really all over the United States. It's really crazy. Um, You know, 60s in St. Paul, high 40s and 50s here in New York. It's been really, really crazy. Um, And although I'm enjoying this weather, I really am. I'm outside. I'm outside with the dog. We're taking really nice long walks and I'm really loving it because I don't have to be bundled up like a crazy person. Um, It does worry me 
So I am worried about the warm weather. And I'm just thinking that, like, what if the, like, little bugs and bees and every every little pollinator that's, like, under the, the surface, under the leaves, and they're hiding out and they're going to come out in the spring. What if this warm weather brings them out? And I did mention this briefly yesterday. You know, brings them out and they're awake and they're like, oh, wow, here we are. It's, you know, springtime and they go to look for food. There's no plants. There's no flowers. Um, anything to speak of right now. Although I did see some crocuses here that were already bloomed. So, um, but the weather is so erratic. I mean, it's 60 one day and it could be 20 the next with snow. So it's so crazy. And I didn't know this, but most bumblebee queens nest. They nest just below the ground or under piles of brush in the winter. Um, so leave the leaves. We're, we talked about this also. Leave, leave, ooh, that's my dog, Wanda. She's sneezing. So bless you. Bless you, Wanda. So leave the leaves uh, and ban leaf blowers. And in the, in the spring, avoid raking, tilling, and mowing until the queens emerge from their winter nests in May. Now, I want to say May, but it's not all in all places in May in the United States. So you want to wait until that temperature stays uh, above 50 degrees for at least two weeks. And you know that it's not going to be any um, snow in the forecast or getting really cold, right? So... Wait until that. We just say at our house, no mow May, no mow May, that we don't mow or do anything with the leaves or rake anything um, to give the pollinators a good chance to, to survive and all the bugs a chance to, to survive. And you might say, oh, bugs, I don't want bugs, and we don't need bugs, but we do need bugs. Who needs bugs? Our birds need bugs. Uh, bats need bugs to eat and that's how they survive so it's a big circle of life and another thing that i read about these increasing temperatures is here here's what it says increasing temperatures and greater drought frequency can affect the number of flowers a plant produces as well as the amount of nectar and pollen each flower thereby reducing the number of pollinators that an area can support um, so that's something that we really have to keep in mind that these in increasing temperatures and droughts are really affecting the pollen and the nectar, not only the, the flowers, but the amount of nectar in these plants. Uh, so we want to really take care of that. And just speaking of, um, I just remember this and I want to tell a quick story, a couple of Years ago, a friend of mine on Facebook posted that he found a bat, a bat um, that was in bad trouble, and he needed to bring it to the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center in Roseville, Minnesota. And he just put a post up because he wasn't able to bring the bat there. Uh, so I said, I, you know, I wasn't doing anything. I'd be happy to go get the bat and bring him to the rehabilitation center. So I did. And the bat, he already had the bat in a box that had holes in it and whatever. So I brought the bat in and the woman took the bat. It was a small bat, uh, not that a bat that sucks blood or anything. It was a bat that eats insects and eats mosquitoes. That's how, that's our uh, mosquito control or the bats. Um, and the rehabilitation center is really cool because you give them your information and I, you know, put a, gave them a small donation for the work that they do, but they will send you an email with the fate of what happened to this animal was. So uh, I got an email saying that the bat starved and that there's just not enough bugs and insects and mosquitoes for this poor little bat to eat and it's, it's starved to death. Um, so, you know, I did mention this the other day. I'm, I'm mentioning it a lot now just because of the nice weather that we've been having. Um, you know, people want to get out there, right, and start raking and cleaning and um, doing their uh, spring cleaning here outside. But just, just let things go for a while so that these little uh, bugs and pollinators have a chance to uh, come out and do what they need to do. 
and you know our birds our birds really need all these bugs and that we can give them so just hold off and uh let them uh live so i also had a article speaking of birds these common bird feeder mistakes could kill local birds so uh, there's a big, long article, but I'm just going to go through the um, highlights here. So bird feeder mistakes that could be hurting your local bird. I think we lost the clip, unfortunately. Oh, geez. And I don't know what to say in the last few minutes other than it was a great show having a state, state representative, a former state representative, Ruth Buffalo on uh, of North Dakota, who's now the new Indian uh, Women's Resource Center CEO and uh, looking forward to Bear Grease. And uh, yeah. what, what days are you going out there, Haley? You going to come pick up the elder here? and. Yeah, I know. Should I take my my elder uncle out there? Probably. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking the bling night. That sounds fun. <laughs> Get all decked out. <laughs> I know. I'd have to like, uh, yeah, I don't know if I should put my regalia on. Uh, it, you know, if there was some, I'll have to uh, call that number uh, yeah. tomorrow and see if there's going to be some, uh, uh, some really good gifts because then I can really uh, maybe rent a costume. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I guess we could announce our guest tomorrow. Um, I have not posted the graphic on our social medias yet. So, haven't. no, I haven't. But uh, so this is a little surprise for all of you listening and tuning in right now. Uh, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow we have a whole hour uh, show. We're very lucky and grateful to have guest uh, Ricky Medlock with us, and Ricky. Uh, is a former member, or I think he's still touring actually with Leonard Skinner and, and Blackfoot, the old rock and roll Southern rock band. So we're going to be talking to him. Uh, Ricky is, if I remember correctly, I think he is Lakota Sioux and Cherokee. So really excited to talk to him. And he's got a new single out that uh, supports our missing and murdered indigenous relatives. Yeah, good point. And uh, Haley, you'll be helping me with that because you're a, a big music fan, uh, and uh, I am. Uh, and you're you're doing a lot of research here. Uh, so this native is really supports the community, and I'm excited that he wants to be on a whole hour. That kind of mm-hmm. usually people just want to come on for a minute and or not at all. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think we will have a ton to talk about with Ricky, and I'm really excited. I'm excited to play some of his new single, too. Right on. Hey, I'm glad. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coops. The ground on which we stand on is sacred ground. It is the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office, vote, 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 vote. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier now. <laughs>